Pretty dangerous. Yeah, you were, Bake. There you go. Hang on, Sloopy Browns win three in a row victory Monday. My goodness, we're going to have to file for some overtime here. So many shows. Welcome to the doghouse. Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns coming at you from SB Nation's Dogs by Nature. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Browns put up a nice, fat, juicy 40-burger, 41-24 to in the Miami Dolphins. They slapped some stadium mustard and some pickles on that game, baby. Woo! Matt, love it. I know the Dolphins. I feel for Dolphins fans because whew, wasn't that long ago we were, we were in the tank zone. But instead, we're in the danger zone, baby. We're in the danger zone. And the Browns did what they were supposed to do, and that's beat up on a bad team. How you doing? I tell you what. I am, I am doing well. Uh, that was a fun day at the ball, uh, ball yard. Uh, they played well um, in all phases except for Austin Seibert going oh. off the mark with his third consecutive field goal. But he did right the ship and hit two straight after that. So maybe he's starting to get his issues worked out. But uh, it was good to get a win. Um, everybody's going to say it, it doesn't really matter because, oh, you beat the Dolphins. So what? Got to do it. Got to do it. But – and that that's the thing that drives me nuts is like the schedule is what it is. You have to play the games as they come. And nobody discredits when the Patriots whack somebody by 59. No. Nobody runs down the Patriots. Or nobody the runs down the other teams. Ravens you know, put this, up 50. this Browns team felt disrespected by the NFL office this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, a ton of guys got fined. Neither suspension got reduced. Uh, they felt that everybody was against this team, mm-hmm. and they played like it. They yeah. went out there, and they handled business. Yeah, and they are again. The whole league, the media, it's funny. You don't see too much Browns uh, talk this morning because they won, right? They won. You want to hate us, world? Come on, man. This team loves that. That's what this team needs. They need to be hated. They want that everybody against them, and they played up to it. Now, yeah, there were sloppy, uh, sloppy spots third quarter, but man, you know what, Matt? This is the type of game that we call a get-right game. And maybe you see, first of all, Jarvis Landry, good good Lord, like fourth game in a row with touchdowns. He had two. Odell Beckham Jr., six catches, 84 yards for a TD. Maybe this was something where they were able to find some sort of rhythm and groove that they can now carry over that includes Beckham. Because, Matt, I will give – we have criticized Freddie Kitchens a lot, and he did get a little pass-happy at times, but he did a nice job of alternating – Chubb and Hunt and made them the focal point. And boy, did they have a day. Holy. Oh. Uh, nicer job, I would say, out yeah. of Freddie. Uh, I still have no idea what the hell he was thinking, passing the ball so damn late oh, yeah. and having to give it back. Uh, but overall, he they did win, so that was good. Um, Ten total touches for Kareem Hunt, only 46 scrimmage yards. But he had the first uh, touchdown of his Cleveland Browns tenure. Uh, and then Nick Chubb does what Nick Chubb does. Hits the 100-yard mark uh, and found his way into the end zone uh, late in the game. Uh, every every key guy that we thought we were going to have offensively at some point this season stepped up and played well. Yeah. And when you get that kind of production, you get 41 to 24. 
And Matt, what I like too is now we're all Hollywood Higgins fans. I would have liked him to be able to get that TD by uh, by Baker that was uh, overthrown by by Mayfield. But you have yeah, he didn't miss it by much. No, well, actually, that it was tipped. tipped. It was so a little tipped. I, I will give. I, I will say that he he put the ball in a hell of a spot, and it was just you know an inch further, and it would have been fine. Yeah. But you know what? That's so what. <laughs> you know what? For, for for this game doesn't doesn't matter. Down the road that that might matter, but in that one it didn't matter. But you had primarily Landry and Beckham as the only two wideouts, and you had Chubb and Hunt in the backfield at the same time. That's what this offense can do, and that's what makes them so dangerous. You're going to get David Njoku back. He didn't play this week. Are we looking at this Sunday, Matt, for him to get back, or is it still a bit too early? Maybe it depends on how he comes through the practice week. Right. Um, right. I'm not overly optimistic that he'll be a major contributor, but with Demetrius Harris taking that pretty vicious shot towards the end of the game, uh, they might be a little thinner at tight end than they had planned on. Yeah. So that would leave them with Steven Carlson and Farrell Brown, who was deactivated yesterday. Right. So uh, they might – they might, out of necessity, have to activate Njoku. To see, and you know what though, Njoku doesn't block, so I'm almost wondering, Matt. Like, I still don't think you need to rush him because, really, unless you were a, a, a for for blocking purposes, I could see it. But weapon wise, you don't really need to rush him back because you need an extra body. Okay, throw Hollywood Higgins out there. Like, you have other options for pass catchers. It would be more well, on and- the defensive front. Yeah, we've seen uh, what this offense can be when it's not David and Joku at tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all made plays throughout the season. They've all stepped up in their in their roles and filled them. Demetrius Harris has done a nice job. Yep. Uh, Stephen Carlson did a great job against the Steelers, and, and then Ricky Seals Jones has like been him. pretty pretty great all season long uh, when he's been given a chance to make plays. So, I personally would not rush him back because. The offense is humming along right now, and the last thing we need is something to distract yeah. from that. Yeah. And when you stick Njoku out there, it's like when you used to have Duke Johnson and you put him on the field in a single back set. Well, gee, I wonder what player you're going to run. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, that's something to be concerned about. And how about the, how a nice little victory lap, Browns fans? Mason Rudolph benched. Why? Because he is a hot pile of trash. As a person, personally, I think that, and as a football player. But you got benched for Devlin Hodges. Mason Rudolph? Hey. uh, You didn't get benched just for Devlin Hodges. You got benched against the Cincinnati Bengals, who hadn't won a game yet. (laughs) And they're 0-11. Matt, if I'm Mason Rudolph, I'm studying up on the uh, XFL teams because that might be your next stop, bro, if they even want you. Mason Rudolph. No, they've got their quarterback situation pretty much set. (laughs) They're (laughs) not going to need a jump baller. At least with Landry Jones, they got a guy who could win a game. Well, and barely at that. Um, So the Steelers, they did win. So they are six and five. That's the fakest six and five in football. I'm sorry. That is that is just a fake six and five. I was hoping the Bengals could pull it out and just to to slap that little bit of extra on them. But um, they did win. Whatever. It's now Steelers week. Dolphins. You know, they're, uh, n- n- nothing too much more to say about that, Matt, except for the game ball situation. Let's do that right now. And by the way, folks, I don't know about you, but last night afterwards, it was a celebratory Cleveland whiskey sip. My Cleveland 87, which, Matt, I'm almost out of. 
it's uh, getting dire here. I might, I might only have one uh, enough left for one is, more victory. Is that a hint that we need well, to meet halfway uh, in saying, Buffalo? Hey, you know, if, listen, if you guys are making a trip to Buffalo, I might, uh, I might uh, go to the border and, and and meet you for some Christmas bourbon, which is uh, on sale now. Not just in Ohio or Cleveland, folks, for ClevelandWhiskey.com, but check out Around You. The artwork on the bottle, it's a collectible, and it's fantastic. So, yeah, I'm just saying, if you go, you know, Niagara Falls, Buffalo, whatever, that, that vicinity, let me know, and maybe I can make a little uh, little road trip down. We get grab a lunch, you know, I'll treat you, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Get some Cleveland whiskey going. Bootlegging at its finest, ladies and gentlemen, right there. There you go. <laughs> Bootlegging. Nothing stops Andy McNamara oh. from getting his bourbon, damn it. Oh, damn it. I want my Cleveland whiskey, and you can get it to uh, ClevelandWhiskey.com on Twitter at Whiskey and Instagram at Cleveland Whiskey. Uh, great uh, recipes as well there. So, um, And you can get us on Twitter. I've been so excited about the victory Monday at AndyMC81. Matt's got some great stories up at Matt Florjancic and Instagram at AndyMCSports and at Matt Flo Sports. So make sure you check that out. Game ball, Matt. Joe Schobert. Um, you know what? He's going to have to give maybe a little... Uh, uh, a tip of the cap to the Miami Dolphins when he gets his big extension on that contract because two games, four interceptions. Joe Schobert is playing the best football of his career, and he is an underrated stud. What a game. Yeah, he probably needs to give Mason Rudolph a nice steak dinner for that too because he took two away from that dude Only if he last hits him week. With the, so. hit, him with the, hit him with the steak beside that fat head of his. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hate you. We haven't even begun the preview this week's game yet. You're already fired up. This could be a good week. But four pass deflections, two interceptions, uh, five total tackles, and a partridge in a pear tree. Like, what what else do you want from Joe Schobert? There's not much that you can ask of that guy that he is doing right now. Um, Kudos to him. I was a critic of his because he uh, is a guy who seemingly is just the guy on the football field. But mm-hmm. in recent weeks when this team has needed him, he's answered the bell in a yeah, big way. Big made way. some really big plays. And finally, after four years of watching him just be another guy, he's finally starting to make those game-changing plays mm-hmm. that really set you up good in other ways. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Kudos to him. Tip of the cap to him. He deserves it. Yeah, especially with Christian Kirksey going down, right, and there being a need to step up, Joe Schobert. And and we've known he's very cerebral. He's a very smart player. But you're right. He was just more of those guys, like, you know, your average kind of middle linebacker who racks up a lot of tackles, but it's because they just are the guy there to tackle the runner or the guy over the middle, but not any significant plays. Schobert stepping up. Also, Little nice little tip, Brian Cox Jr., the son of Brian Cox, who made a, had a heck of a career with the Miami Dolphins. He got in. I thought the backup defensive lineman had a had a very good day. And and listen, the Dolphins' O line sucks. Um, but Sheldon Richardson also, Matt, we talk about leadership and stepping up. Richardson was a beast out there. Yeah, he was the only opening day starter that was even on the roster for that game yesterday. Wow. Um, just a really good day at the office for him. And if we're in the business of giving game balls, I think I'm going to give it to Sheldon Richardson. There he was go. a leader in the locker room all week long. He was not afraid to speak his mind about the Miles Garrett situation, uh, especially after the details came out of what was used in the appeal hearing. Uh, he was very frank and very blunt and not apologetic about it. I respect the hell out of that. And he backed it up on game day. He came out and he played whale of a game. 
was lining up a defensive end. He was getting sacks. He was doing whatever needed to be done to get this team going in the right direction. And you have to respect that, man. That is not an easy thing to do. When you look around and you realize, oh, it's me. Shoot, I'm the only guy left. Like, it's me and that's it. That's not easy. No. But Sheldon is a good veteran. And there's a reason why they went after him in this one. And he's proven them to be pretty sharp for doing it. Some players wilt under that. Some players excel. Sheldon Richardson excelled. And I thought he had a great quote after the game. Tony Grossi asked him um, what he makes about playing the Steelers and Mason Rudolph next week. And he said at first, I don't, I don't care, whatever. And then as the next question was being asked, he's like, actually, I hope he plays. And they said, why? He's like, did you see him play last time? <laughs> I thought that was tremendous. <laughs> that was yeah. Great. He, uh, oh. Well, as I said, Sheldon is, uh, he is unapologetic. He does not care. He that will put it on the table and dare you to knock it off. Oh. Like, he is just that kind of guy. That um, and you need, and to be honest with you, you need those kind of guys in the fight with you. you sure, need man. The, the, the guys that are going to do the job, be mild-mannered about it, just handle business. But you need those fire starters as well. And Sheldon's starting one of a few fires in his life, yeah. in his point career. Yeah, yeah. You, you need those. You need the dogs in the dog pound. I thought Mac Wilson uh, was very sound on his tackling too. And it might be the only time we ever give props to Porter Gustin. So I will do that. Porter Gustin, one tackle, one sack. He got it. That's the depth and. You know what, people, yeah, dump on the Miami defense or offensive line, whatever. That's a guy that you at least got, Matt. The, the bonus of this, Devlo Lawrence, more time too, is you got backups, some starting time, and that could pay dividends. You got them some reps. And, you know, if anything goes, goes thinner down the stretch, at least you got that, right? Yep, that's right. You're building, you're building depth at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to need that depth every week from here on out because – there are no reinforcements coming no. uh, compared to what you lost. I mean, you're getting Larry back off the one gamer. That's good. But Miles isn't coming back. You know, he's not working through that day anytime soon. No. Uh, and, and there was a weird report yesterday that, that I wrote up about the NFL was quote unquote hopeful that Miles Garrett won't miss any games next year and i thought well that's kind of interesting because you're ultimately the one who determined that yeah how, how are you hopeful? okay then then decide it it's so stupid. they they basically said they want him to sit before the commissioner and be contrite and understand why he was punished oh. so severely um before and i'm like what? like he knows what, what is he five like yeah. he knows he made a bad mistake the, the world knows he made a bad mistake yeah but you know, and then them coming out and saying, oh, nobody was mic'd up. And then the Browns have footage of Kareem Hunt being mic'd up in the game. Mm-hmm. The referees BS. and the league officials know exactly what was damn said at the bottom of that pile. I guarantee it. I would put my reputation and my career on it that they know exactly what happened and they know they can't let it get out. Matt, if you're the league, and even if you're the Steelers, is Mason Rudolph not the perfect player to make an example of? Like, if something racial was said, again, we don't know. Hopefully not. But if it was, that would explain why Miles Garrett went snap show. If it was, is he not the perfect example? Because as the Steelers, you can be like, this is not what we're about. Mason Rudolph, you are banished. Listen, he sucks. That's a perfect example for the league to destroy and make an example of a guy. Mason Rudolph, bye. You're not going to play in the league next year anyway. 
Steelers can get on their yeah. high horse and just run him out of town, run him out of the league, and you can be you can go about your day and be reestablished as the moral conscience of the league or whatever you want to be. I just think it's too it's Truth, easy. Truthfully, um, there might be more to his struggles than just um, what, what was uh, he was accused of in that appeal hearing. Um, when it's false, you tend to be able to shrug it off and just say, look, my teammates know who I am. Mm-hmm. This organization knows who I am. Uh, I've never displayed anything, you know, but yeah. he just categorically denied everything and then ran away from a, his press obligation on Thursday and then played arguably the worst half of football he, he could have against the Bengals. Uh, this is already on top of the four interception show that he had against the Browns. And to me, it feels like he was having a holy you-know-what moment because the cat got out of the bag. Interesting. Well, you know what? Shame on the league for covering that up then. with and especially, Not that it matters, the quality of the player, but we know how the league works. If you're good, you, know, you, you, get, you get certain privileges, except if you're on the Browns because Miles Garrett is one of the best. But that's uh, what, yeah, interesting. We'll see if that ever, if that ever comes out. But, Matt, we'll get to the Steelers game If it Friday. does, man, the NFL's going to look like re- oh. re- like yes. they were trying to hide something. For Mason Rudolph? Trying to protect the Steelers. Good Lord. For Mason Rudolph, stop. But we'll get to the Steelers bashing on, um, on Friday's show. Sunday, remember, folks, the game got moved to 1 o'clock from 425. It's in the toilet bowl known as Pittsburgh, and uh, we'll, we'll be fired up for that. But in the meantime... You know what? Let's enjoy Victory Monday. Browns take it to the Dolphins 41-24 to improve to 5-6, and six, chance to get back to 500, and then really just, hey, reset the season one more time for that final stretch. Boy, uh, it's, it's going to be good, Matt, but hey, next step is Pittsburgh, and we'll do it on Friday, right? Yes, sir. All Looking right. forward to it. Absolutely. These multiple show weeks are well, pretty fun. I know, man. I'm getting you. We're putting in overtime. I, I love it. I love it. Um, tweet us your game balls. Who, did, who was your Browns player of the game? Uh, we gave it defensively. You can obviously make the argument for Baker coming off um, through that just behind uh, OBJ. That kind of sucked the interception, but nice run for Baker and uh, OBJ and Landry, Chubb, all that. So tweet us your game ball for the Browns' victory over the Dolphins at AndyMC81 and at Matt Flerjancic on Twitter. Make sure you check out all of Matt's great work at WKYC.com slash sports. Good stuff, buddy. We'll talk to you Friday. Sounds good, Andy. Looking forward to it, man. All right. You've been listening to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation, Dogs by Nature.